Hi there, my name is Isabel Silverio, entrepreneur, feminist, dog mom, and founder of Guava Empowerment. And this is a Guava Girl podcast, where we empower women to think entrepreneurially and creatively so they may lead the extraordinary life they never thought possible. I am so thrilled that you found my podcast and I cannot express how thankful I am that you're here. So welcome to the Guava Girl podcast. I started my company from a janitor's closet of a tiny apartment to help women like you unlock their potential of creating the lifestyle and career of their dreams. Let me share with you this. Here you will find the good, the bad, and most importantly, the real inside look of what it's like to work for yourself and feel empowered by doing it. We talk about growing your following on social media, building a personal brand, and what it is like being a woman in startup culture. This is the Guava Girl Podcast, so let's get started. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Guava Girl Podcast. Man, I just joined Orange Theory, and I'm sore today. I'm in the sore in a way. It's like, wow, I forgot I had those muscles. Um, But I'm super excited because I joined Orange Theory. I'm putting myself in you know, pain for one hour, several times a week. And I feel so good about it. And a huge reason why I wanted to rejoin the gym and get kick off a little fitness, little fitness um, journey. I mean, we're always on a journey, right with our health and wellness and, and body and mind. But I wanted to kick off this intense commitment because I hired a personal stylist. And let me tell you, when you hire a personal stylist, and which is so much more than our guest is today on the show, by the way, she is a confidence. Um, she's a woman who teaches other women to be confident with themselves using their style, which is beautiful. Her name is Alyssa Harrington. And I hired her. We worked together to curate the Guava 2020 wardrobe of my dreams. And when we're, we were, maybe we'll talk a little bit about, um, what that looks like in my, in, it's called a style roadmap, but I am not going to buy a whole new wardrobe without putting a body that I feel confident and beautiful and good in. Um, you know what I mean? So that's why I joined Orange Theory and that's why I'm a little sore today. But it's cool because we're talking to Alyssa Harrington. But before we go into the show, uh, which is going to be a great episode, I want to go ahead and give some major kudos and props to this week's Guava Girl of the Week. Um, this person did not leave an Instagram handle, but they left a great review, and we're going to read it out. Um, be sure to leave a review on the iTunes podcast app so you could be selected as Guava Girl of the Week. And guess what? You win free stuff. You win a pair of classy glasses, blue blocker glasses, which are the cutest of all time. Um, so why wouldn't you leave a review? Let's go ahead. This person, their iTunes username says Love the Seed app, which I don't really know what that means, but they say about the show, to say that I am obsessed with this podcast and Isabella is an understatement. The amount of value, both free and paid, that this CEO puts out into the world for her fellow boss girls is an absolute game changer. From this insanely helpful lives on the gram slash this podcast to VIP trainings that teach you how to find your dream clients with ease, this Latina knows her stuff. I've already stagged just about every product she's got under the sun and can't wait to see 
see what's in store for 2020. Lastly, as a Muslim Bosnian immigrant to the U.S., I can't say enough about the work she's doing confronting the ugliest truths in the in, in our industry world, everything from lack of diversity to the realities of sex trafficking. We need more boss babes like Isabella in this world. You need to press play. You won't regret it. Wow. <laughs> um, very few reviews leave me close to tears, and this was definitely one of them. Thank you. Um, it is hard to talk about these topics online with a face attached um, and build a business. So thank you. I love you. Whoever sent this, um, please come forward and, and let us know what your name is so we can send you some glasses. But I really appreciate it. And the show is means so much to me. And it's really where I am my most myself and where I bring guests who I deem qualified and vibrant enough to introduce you to, to the show, um, which is why we have Miss Alyssa Harrington. Hello, Alyssa. Hello, Isabella. How are you? I am great. I'm a little sore today, but it's a good sore. It's like, wow, I feel, I feel like you're powerful. Yes. I feel like I went to battlefield yesterday and I made it out alive (laughs) and I'm going to go back tomorrow. (laughs) Amazing. How are you doing? I'm doing well, doing well. I'm excited to get to chat with you. We've worked together now, so it's nice. And I've obviously taken a a course from you as well. So it's exciting to get to work with you in different ways. Oh, I know. It's, that's the best part about it. I feel like the Guava Girl community is that so many collaborations and connections happen. And I love to have clients and um, experts on the show who come from the community and you're definitely when we were considering guests for 2020 you were like at the top of the list so so nice to have you here today thank you for having me I'm excited to get talking about this stuff of course so how about you start off with tell us tell the audience what you do um, and and how you do it what's your like personal stylist, I feel like that's something only Paris Hilton and, and um, Miranda Priestly have. Like who, <laughs> how did this, tell, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I'm actually the fourth generation of my family to work in fashion. Um, and I went to school at the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising in LA. And I was really on the path to like do celebrity styling. And I was working at like big magazines and publications um, and with brands doing stylist work, um, which is a kind of very typical route when you're in like LA or New York. Um, and then I actually, a couple of years in, got pretty sidelined with a mystery illness at the time. And that really messed me up for about nine years. I was really ill. And wow. in that time I was still working, but I was really battling with physically your body changes when you've got illnesses and medications and things like that. And so when I finally decided, when like once I got well from that, I really decided that I wanted to blend the worlds together. So styling, but also taking into consideration all that I had learned about self-love and self-acceptance and kind of blending how we utilize style to convey our personality to the world and also how that really starts off your day uh, for feeling confident and feeling like you can take on whatever's going on in your world today. So my approach to things is a little unique. Um, It's, I think when we talk about stylists, we often conjure up that idea of like either a celebrity stylist or the idea of like the old makeover shows, like what not to wear, um, where they were really tearing people down and saying like, this is awful. But my approach is really, really coming from that like empathetic side of things. Um, It's not really about fashion per se. It's about personal style and getting to know yourself better and just representing your true self to others. 
Wow, amazing. I so interesting that you went from this very competitive and very um I feel like the fashion industry is just one of those things that everyone's like scared to get into, but like secretly wants to be part of. Um and you took that path and then you now found yourself online. How did you discover the fact that you could help women through your gifts online, especially like with coaching and everything. Cause I was introduced to you by my friend, Marie Wold. Um, but tell me about your journey when it came to bringing it to the, to the web space. Yeah. I think the cyberspace. Yeah. Um, I think that when I started my business, I really expected it to be very, um, what the expected kind of trajectory of personal styling, like very much focused on the in-person side of things, very much like what the typical standard is. Um, but some, I think we all need to use whatever our strong suits are and figure out what parts of the jobs that we do we enjoy the most. Um, and I really found that I really love the online space and I really love interacting with people from all over. Um, and I found that I feel really natural when I'm talking to my friends that are through the lens of my phone um, or on camera. And so I found that that was a strong suit of mine that I enjoy. So I kind of just naturally started to pivot. Um, It also kind of became a natural pivot within my work where it started very, um, very, like I said, typical styling. And then it's kind of veered into the space that I love so much, which is about more about body positivity. Um, and obviously I've learned a lot about my own, through my own journey, but I went and I got like a certification in body positivity so that I really could speak to these topics really thoroughly um, with women because so many of us have body image issues or just like are trying to constantly we feel like we're in, in, in between similar to what you were saying, like you joined the gym and you're like, I don't want to dress my, you know, get my whole new wardrobe until I feel really good about myself, but we're all kind of always in progress. Um, so I really like the work that I do because I get to help women feel confident and beautiful as you are right now. Um, and kind of, yes, you can always be working towards something, but like, I think your style as a trajectory can start right where you are. Um, and then as far as like the online the online space, um, obviously as entrepreneurs and online entrepreneurs, the women that I work with a lot of the times, you know, you're showing up on camera, you're showing up on yeah. your stories, or your lives or working with client meetings that are video chat. Um, and it's not just about like your brand colors, right? That's one element, but it's about how your clients can relate to you, how they can aspire to be where you are. And all of those little minute parts of your personality can be communicated through your personal style. And I find it really like related to mindset as well. I'm sure that, you know, all of your listeners, those of you who do work on laptop lifestyle, um, it's really easy to just wear yoga pants all day and say like, it's cool. And there are totally days where that happens, of course. Um, But it's a mindset shift to really start your day by feeling like yourself and feeling like your best self and feeling like if you get on camera, you're ready to go. Or if you have to go run and do errands that you don't feel like embarrassed about yourself. It changes how you carry yourself. Yeah, I completely agree. And I love how you said that the days of the yoga pants, they're going to happen Today is one of those days for me, um, but there is you, you you I feel like you enjoy your life more when you get dressed and when you put the effort to look cute. Like you, me and my best friend from home, we say to each other like I got cute, and like that's a very 
generic word, but to us, it means a very specific thing, which is like, we put effort into how we look today to feel better about ourselves and for other people. And like, I don't know, it just took me back to when, whenever I'm talking to my best friend, Gabby, but, um, you enjoy your life so much more when you put an effort into, into your appearance, but not in the sense of, it's completely for external validation because that's not what I'm trying to say. Um, but I find that on slumps where I'm, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I try to validate the seasons of slump. Like, yeah. oh, you know, like I don't need to brush my hair and put makeup on and like get dressed because I work from home. But then you do that for a few weeks and then your life isn't as like glamorous as you think it is or as nice as it could be. Do you, do you resonate with that or? Absolutely. And I think, yeah, yeah, I think it's a form of self-care. I think that I, cause for me, I'm someone who very much values like being your most authentic self. And if that for you is that like your style is more like tomboy or maybe you you really love like wearing like sporty athleisure wear. That's that can be part of your personal style. It's not that mm-hmm. you need to wear clothes for some external reason. It's all internal, I think. Um, or like the majority should be. It should be how you feel about yourself. Um, and it is a form of taking care of yourself by spending that time to say, I feel good and I feel worthy. Because if you are saying, yeah, there are, there are seasons in life where you're not going to necessarily have the time or you're just not going to prioritize that, that's totally fine. Um, but there is something mentally when you start your day on that note, it really changes things. And also thinking about like business and thinking about you and your guava girls, like if you felt more confident because you quote, look cute, right? Like you got cute, you, you put on yeah. put a little effort into your day, just that little moment of throwing on actual clothes instead of like a cleaner pair of leggings. Um, <laughs> that could translate into having more confidence on a sales call. That translates to having like more mm-hmm. connection in your relationships. That connects to so many parts of your life just by taking that extra moment to feel good about yourself for that day. Mm, wow. I love, I love that. I love how you tied it back into business because I mean, it's so true. And my story views always go up when I get cute (laughs) and I get way more engagement. And um, yeah. And I think about who do I like to follow? I like to follow the people who are put more put together and, and are out there. I just like, I feel like I'm, and I'm speaking to both people, like I'm speaking to the homebodies and I'm speaking to the people who like to go out and get cute and, and, and enjoy their style. I think there has to just be a balance. Um, can you talk about when it comes to style, how do you balance? Let's talk about balance in a few ways. I want to talk about balance with personality and I want to talk about balance with having too many clothes because I feel like that's the really first place to start is to just get rid of the things that you no longer feel are emotionally invested in you. Let's talk about just the word balance for a little bit and, and how that resonates and how you work. 
This podcast episode is brought to you by the Classy Network. So I think you guys have probably seen all over Instagram lately, but blue blockers are the absolute new thing. Step away at celery juice and we got to make way for these blue blockers. And my good friend, Natalie Rogers and her company, the Classy Network, makes the best and cutest blue blockers on the market. I don't care about what anyone else says. These blue blocker glasses help me so much. Well, first of all, what is blue light, right? Like, I don't even know. If you're like me, you're like, I don't really care about the sciencey shit. I just want to be cute and trendy. But I'm going to tell you about the sciencey shit anyway. So all of your screens, you guys, your laptops and your phones, they omit blue light. And blue light is kind of what makes the cool toneness of your computer screens, which I kind of really like. But then I started realizing that I got so many headaches and I wasn't able to sleep at night very well. And it is because of the blue light, because I'm working all day at home on my couch with my puppy by my side. And I'm always, you know, on my phone and I'm like, you know, a blue light whore and no more because I have the classy network glasses and these blue blocker glasses literally eliminate like 99.999% of the blue light that is being omitted from your laptop and phone screen. And they come in the cutest guava pink color in the world. So if you have been thinking about getting these blue light glasses and you're like, I don't know, like, do they work? Yes, they work. And I love them. And you should get them too, because we can match and tag me in your pictures when you get them and also tag Natalie and the Classy Network. Go ahead and visit theclassyshop.com and use the code GUAVA at checkout to buy some super duper cute blue blocker glasses. They are absolutely adorable and they seriously do help me with sleeping. They make me look super cute, which makes my boyfriend compliment me more and I get a lot less headaches. So it's a triple win. Plus you're supporting a female founded company. I don't know what's better than that. Absolutely. Um, I'm really passionate about having an intentional wardrobe. Um, I think the the phrase like intentional is kind of thrown around a lot, but I think there is something really core there about if you're going to be intentional with your time and you're going to be intentional with your business and your relationships and all of the other things in your life, your wardrobe, it's getting dressed is something we do every single day. So it should start there, or at least that should be a component. Um, so I do think that like higher quality, but less items is better. Um, so I think that that does translate to having a more cohesive style because if you have less items, but they all look really nice and they all go together and are really versatile, which is like my passion is like finding pieces that really do work multifaceted so that you're getting your money's worth out of those investment pieces. Um, But then you're having less items, less clutter, less stress. You're not doing the like sweaty dance where you're like trying on five outfits and feeling flustered (laughs) before you walk out the door. Um, I think it's important to have that, like, yeah, less is more when it comes to that. Um, And then when it comes to that less is more idea, I guess that that's maybe less so about balance, but part of the reason that I think less is more is important and being intentional is because by having high quality items, you really get to kind of vote with your dollar. Uh, You can, you you can choose brands, um, you know, fast fashion. If we're choosing pieces that are like throwaway items, um, then you're going to have like a lot of items in your closet, but maybe you won't feel great in them or they won't look as nice. Um, But if you're able to invest a little bit more, save up to, to swap out whenever your items kind of start looking like they need a swap out, swapping out for brands that 
align with your values, that's really important. So if you're someone like with your style roadmap, we talked a lot about supporting brands that are run by women of color or like thinking more about sustainability and thinking about these bigger things that we care about and bringing that into the mix when it comes to our personal style. And so I think when we're thinking about having less items, but really using them to their fullest ability and quality over quantity, that's an element of it too. Yeah. And I, and I want to speak to that a little bit more and say like, that is so my personal preference and fast fashion served me at one point in my life where I was a teenager or like in college and needed an outfit to, for a birthday party or whatever it was. Um, and I feel like for many women, um, listening and older than me, um, cause I, I always, I would also consider myself like I I'm 20, well, I'm 24. I think of myself as like a 35 year old. I don't know. It's been like <laughs> that way since I was 17. Um, but I wanted to say like for so many women, fast fashion is still, uh, something regularly being overlooked on as a problem. Um, and I see this mm-hmm. a lot with like target, right? Like target does great oh, things. Yeah. Um, they have great programs that fund, um, really great projects, but they're also contributing to like the fast fashion problem. And because it's like target branding, I see, I don't know. And I see this with a lot of different companies too. I see it with, um, fashion Nova, obviously, which is really highly intertwined with like the music industry with Cardi B. Um, even, Rihanna, who I love, um, Fenty, it's not necessarily, um, well, I think I wouldn't consider it like a conglomerate beast, like Target or anything. Right. Um, what are your thoughts on that with women who are still shopping fast fashion and like know that it's not right and that they could have nicer clothes, but because of the price tag and because it has the Target sealed approval, do you have anything to say um, yeah. to that? Yeah, totally. I think that when we think of ethical fashion, um, I'm certainly not an ethical fashion like expert. It's just something that I think when it comes when we start thinking intentionally, it's hard to ignore, especially with what we're learning so much about climate change and things like that, um, mm-hmm. and how the fast fashion really impacts that. I think that it's we all go to Target, yeah. I, most of us do, um, and the thing about the fast fashion there is, I'm not saying like you cannot buy fast fashion, but if you are someone who you're like, I would like to inch my way out of it. Um, but it feels like ethical fashion feels too expensive because quite honestly, many of the ethical fashion brands are absolutely a luxury. And we're not all in a place at any given moment where you can feel okay dropping and prioritizing that money. I understand Mm -hmm. that there are medical bills to pay. There's, there are children that you want to support and there are things in your life that will take precedence. So uh, fast fashion doesn't have to be the end all be all. The best way that you can take part from, from zero in slowing down the fast fashion is by starting exactly where you are with working what you already have in your wardrobe, because that is creating zero waste. Um, and also thinking about other options like secondhand, like online things like Poshmark or ThreadUp, where it, you can search for your favorite brands, but you're buying it secondhand. So you're not creating more waste. So there are ways to kind of start where you are and not have to dive into the luxury ethical fashion brands, um, but still get the look that you want or the, 
even if it is from Target, if it's secondhand, you know what I mean? Like that might be a collection that you had your eye on three months ago and someone else yeah. is getting rid of it online. So there are ways to go about um, utilizing clothes so that they still fit your budget and that they still feel like you. Yeah, I, I thank you for sharing that. And I also think it's not just, I don't even think most of the time it's like about the clothes, which is like kind of getting more personal and maybe like targeting people, but like people who buy things to just buy things, right? Mm, yeah, so it's a, good, it's, it's a good coping mechanism. Yeah, like oh, I'm going to buy the fourth denim jacket that looks so similar to all my other denim jackets, or I'm going to buy the same striped t-shirt that looks exactly the same as my other six striped t-shirts. Like... When it comes to personal style, do you see that a lot too, where people just buy the same thing over and over again and not branch out and then it's still buying things to buy things? I don't know. I feel like oh yeah, I'm taking this in such a weird direction. But no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I What I see a lot is, um, I think that's part of our culture for one, the whole just buying things to buy things. It's It comes from that sense of lack where no matter how many things you own, there's always going to be more. There's all there, You'll never feel full. You'll never feel complete. Um, and so it's a learned skill to feel content, to feel, to practice enjoying what you have um, and enjoying like creating newness from what you already own in your wardrobe. Um, I do see a lot of women that um, there's a bit of, yes, buying things just to buy things, but there's also, like you said, staying in your like zone of comfort. So this one top worked really well. I'm going to buy it in four colors. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of that, especially when it comes to um, like those people who are in a work environment. So maybe some of your listeners might be doing the side hustle currently. So if you've got a work wardrobe, I would probably say like, think about your office wear and do you have that one top in four colors that you bought because you were like, this works, that's fine. Um, I see that a lot. And I think that that's, it's fine to own things in multiples if that really serves you. Um, but when you think about the rest of your life, when you think about all of the opportunities that you have when it comes to work and then going out with friends and then going on a date night and all the different things, you should be spending your time and money on pieces that can work in lots of different ways. So I see a lot of women that um, not only just buy just to buy, but maybe buy an item a certain way. So they purchase an item and wear it only the way that was either represented on the mannequin or the way that they first styled it. Um, like, like if you had a panic yeah. purchase where you needed something for a birthday party and you bought an outfit for that birthday party, that dress or that oh, top, that. yeah, you're only wearing it that same way over and over again versus <laughs> thinking like, how can I style this with this other piece that I own and kind of making more out of less. Um, so I definitely do work with a lot of women that have either like multiples in their closet or are buying, um, not with intention and just kind of as a way to stay busy and stay distracted, which I think we're all kind of guilty of as a culture. Um, but there's many ways to kind of work around it. Well, thank you. I, I, you're, you're so helpful. (laughs) Um, I'm like learning so much, but as far as we'll kind of wrap up the show, uh, with a couple last questions, but when it comes to personal style, what's the best way to really hone in on a attainable personal style? Because I feel like we all have our like fantasy personal styles. Um, and then where, what's like, tell me a really great client story of someone that you helped and how their life changed. I'm dying to know and, and their reaction to their style roadmap or whatever it is that you help them with. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I think if you're feeling like you want to start a personal style journey or you're kind of on your way there and you're really wanting to hone in, especially as we're starting this new decade, it's always got that nice fresh energy of like, this is a time to start something new. Um, I think that the best thing you can do is overload on inspiration. So if you do have that dream style, really like use Pinterest, use Instagram and save those images of the things that inspire you. And once you've just kind of like pinned to your heart's content or like taken in so much inspiration, look through those images and see if you're finding any themes because maybe it is that like there's a certain vibe or energy to that style and you can recreate that. Or maybe there's elements that just keep repeating um, like a denim jacket or like there's core pieces that you're like, oh, I tend to really go for that. Um, take note of that because that's a great starting point. Um, and then take into account the, what your actual life looks like. So um, I always say I like to imagine style as a trajectory. So wherever you are right now, and then imagine what your dream style is. How do you get there? Like what little steps can you take to change your wardrobe or change how you style pieces to get to that point? And also make sure that it fits your life, what your daily needs are. If you're working from home, it better be comfortable. You know, if you don't like dry cleaning things, take that into account. You know, all the things that if you're petite or tall or whatever it is, make sure it all fits your lifestyle. I think that's really important. Um, when it comes to starting your style journey. And then as far as a, uh, a client that I've helped, like a client story. So like I said earlier, I really, really enjoy helping women um, through the sort of confidence struggle or body image things when we work through their style. Um, it's not every person, but a lot of women that I work with tend to go through that. Um, and I had one girl that she was in recovery from an eating disorder and she... Um, couldn't look at herself in the mirror when I met her. And that was like just heartbreaking because she was just, she's just a beautiful girl. Like someone that I would say, my God, like would actually comment on how beautiful she was if she, mm. you know, walked past me at a coffee shop. I have, I have those people too. And I'm, I had, sometimes I have to just say something to someone. Right. And it's like that, like she's yeah. stunning. Um, and she couldn't look at herself in the mirror. And we were starting from that point. Um, and through working, we did do the style roadmap. And so we were really kind of like defining what her style was as this point in this point of transition in her life. And by the end of it, she's taking Instagram selfies of Aww. like her outfits and she's sending me pictures of like, you know, her new jumpsuit. And she's like, I literally sat in my closet and was hugging my new pieces. It was so excited. Oh and she had the confidence to get on camera. And like suddenly it, it changed. So I think it's a powerful tool to starting your, like improving your confidence, even though it seems like something very shallow, it doesn't seem like it's deep work. Um, and yeah. it definitely can be whatever you want it to be, but it has the power, personal yeah. style has the power to give you your own confidence back. Ah, oh, I love it. It really <laughs> does. And I've seen it in the change of, I've seen with just the women in my life, my mom, my friends, I, I see them when they get dressed, how much different they feel about themselves and how like when all your girlfriends freak out, when you try on a dress, like it's a beautiful moment. And it's because of style and because clothes can really emulate who we are. And thank you, Alyssa, for studying such a really incredible, um, studying a gift and, and harnessing it into serving so many powerful women today. I really just want to pay congratulations or pay, no, pay something. You. Pay no, homage. No. That's what I'm looking for. Homage. Homage. Something like that. 
So thank thank you. you so much. I appreciate it. I'm glad that I, I feel like it's such a blessing to get to like chat with women who just like get it and like intuitively understand that there's more to it. And like, you can feel better about the other areas of your life by investing time into figuring this portion out. Oh, amazing. Alyssa, where can the Guava Girls find you? Um, and should we reveal like the name of uh, my personal style in the show? I think that'd be fun. Yeah, sure. I see it was like French girl something. Yeah, we were doing like effortless French girl vibes. Um, (laughs) I give these like style search terms. So like when you're on Pinterest and Instagram, you can kind of search hashtags and search Mm -hmm. through. um, And so that was amongst our little list of them. But I I see the trajectory. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me where, where the Guava Girls can find you and how they could work with you. Yeah. Um, So on Instagram, it's just uh, at Alyssa underscore Harrington. It's all spelled funny, but it'll be linked, I'm sure, in the show notes. Um, so you can see how it's spelled there. Um, or my website is westerlystyle.com. Um, and I do personal styling and personal shopping. A lot of what I do is digital. I'm also based in New York. So if you either live in the New York area or you're visiting, um, hit me up. I'm happy to help. And if anybody who's listening, who's a guava girl, um, I'm going to give them with a free like consultation. So if you're even just Aww. starting on your style journey, just message me and tell me that you found me on this podcast and I'm, I will hook you up. <laughs> Incredible. Thank you so much, Alyssa. I hope you have a great day. Thank you guava girls for listening. Be sure to leave a review on the guava girl podcast. If you like this show and follow Alyssa and thank her for all of her knowledge and value. Uh, really appreciate you guys and really appreciate it when you support the show. So be sure to share it on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, um, Twitch, YouTube, um, anywhere you want, really. There's not a place where you could probably share it and I'll get mad. Well, that is not true. So anyways, that's it. We're going to wrap up the show with that. Okay, bye, everybody. (laughs) 